it's a uh, it's a thirsty Thursday. It's an EQG. It's an EQG Thursday. EQC note Thursday. Your chance to win a hundred dollars. Daniel won a hundred dollars in our ten o'clock hour. Oh, Debbie from Maple Valley won a hundred dollars in our eleven o'clock hour. Neil's been drinking all day when I gave him the uh, Fremont Summer Ale. Thanks to uh, Zeke's Pizza, our Thirsty Thursday. We're going to give you a chance later in the show to win $40. Big 4-0 from Zeke's Pizza that you can spend uh, on their pizza and beer. Again, they are delivering beer now at Zeke's Pizza. Download the app right now. Get beer delivered to your couch in your underwear. You do not have to move anymore with Zeke's Pizza. Be like Neil Scott. Suck down a summer ale at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. You want to try it one more time? You want to try it one more time? Okay, ready? Uh, let's go to Neil Scott. He's in the update booth. He is going to tell you it's also a EQC note Thursday. There you go, Neil Scott. It's an EQC note Thursday. All I know is I'm going to screw it up. Your chance in this hour to $100 from EQC. Uh, the Emerald Queen Casino. Just listen to the radio program. We're going to put $100. We're going to put a C-note in your wallet. Debbie says, because she's a degenerate gambler, Debbie, from Maple Valley, she says she's going right to the Emerald Queen Casino to go spend her $100. Her phrase, it pays. I don't remember. Can you save for me starting now, but we can go back and get mm-hmm. these. I'm going to give you a little homework. Just save the uh, the, the phrase, it pays. <laughs> and I just want to compile them all. Because I love I love all of them. I don't even know what Debbie said. Debbie said something and it you know our first winner, Daniel, nailed it. Like Daniel was awesome. I think I can go find that. Yeah, at some Daniel point from here, Tacoma, yeah. we asked him what the phrase it pays. He was he, he nailed it. Because here's the thing is we're starting something new. There's no one in this town has ever done a phrase that pays. And we are we are, that's an original <laughs> idea right here on nine fifty KJ, our phrase that pays. Uh lunch with listeners brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. Uh, wonderful Sam's locations uh, across the uh, greater Seattle area, Capitol Hill, Ballard, also Queen Anne. If you're looking for uh, some lunch today, a little sandwich action, that's what uh, is on the docket. Like Marcus yesterday, Marcus, who called into the show from West Seattle, said he has listened to the show, heard uh, heard us talk about the Other Coast Cafe, says, you know what, I'm going to go to the Other Coast Cafe. Sent me a note later. Later that afternoon, said he uh, tried the detonator, said it was off the charts good, man. Thanks for the recommendation. So if you're looking for a good sandwich shop, uh, the Other Coast Cafe brings you lunch uh, with listeners. Uh, we talked a lot of Mariners in the beginning of the show. We had uh, Gary Hill Jr., broadcaster on. We had Mike Leak on. Mike Leak, who played our 60-second rapid-fire questions, he gave the scale to 1 to 10, the hotness of the Arizona State girls, he gave it an 8. Surprised. But maybe when you're knee-deep in it, you're like, hey, eight is a pretty good score. I thought for sure he'd go 10. Uh, he grew up being a Mariners fan. This is the other thing we found out about Mike Leake. But the best part about it is is how he grew up. That You know what? We're going to save it. I just thought about what we're going to ask people at 1240. Okay. I'm going to change it up on you. Okay. If Because I want to reward someone for listening. That's This whole game is that, right? Right. At 1240, we're going to ask you something specifically about the Mike Leak interview. And the first person to call up, or actually the first person, uh, what number is nine. Mike Leak? We always do nine. Oh, and he's nine, isn't he? Uh, I think what he's is he? six. Yeah, we'll do, you know, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do 69. The 69th caller <laughs> that calls up to answer the question that we'll ask about Mike Leak, something that he said. Oh, he's eight. 
in the interview. Okay, uh, 89th caller that calls up will get a $40 gift card to uh, to Zeke's Pizza. But uh, lunch with listeners, our chance to finally get on the, uh, the phone lines with you. Uh, we save it for this hour. It is your noon hour. You are relaxed. It's lunch. You're having fun. You are eating your sandwich. You're having your salad. We want to know what you're having for lunch. We want to know what places you're visiting for lunch. I'm always looking for new lunch ideas. I'm always looking for new lunch spots. But we also want you to weigh in on, on today's topics. What do we have out there for you? Well, the Mariners are playing Red Hat. Red Hot Baseball. They're 10 games over 500. They got a, uh, they are wrapping up their series later today with the Oakland Athletics. If they win, it'll be the first series sweep. They go to 11 games over 500. That's math on my part because I went to school for five and a half years and I determined right then and there they're 10 games over 500. And if they win today, they'll be 11. Uh, they are the best record to 10 games over 500 since I think it's 2016. And they're doing all of this with like nobody. I mean, it's like MacGyver for God's sakes. It's like bubblegum wraps and duct tape and super glue, all the things that I use on my kids to keep their mouths shut. I mean, it's unbelievable what these guys are doing. Uh, so it's been a fun, fun season so far, and I think everybody in this town just hopes they can keep going at it, and uh, they just keep piling through all the adversity that's uh, that's thrown out them. I would ask you this here at Lunch with Listeners. The diehard Mariner fans, I know you're in there. Get, weed yourself out of the of the muck right now. Who has been the pleasant surprise for you this year? Who's been the favorite person to watch? Now, you can be the obvious you know, people out there, like Segura and Hanager and whoever. I, I don't care who it is. But I want to know, because I have one in particular that I just think this year has been the most pleasant surprise for me. And not to say that's the best storyline. It's kind of the most fun storyline, whatever it is. But who's been kind of the, the, the best story for you, biggest pleasant surprise? Uh, you can call us up at 286-9595-1-800-829-0950. Uh, and somebody won a gift card to the Other Coast Cafe. And I just want to know that, you know, for me, and we'll get to the phone lines here in just a second, you know, for me, when I when I look at this, when I look at this roster, I look at all the guys that they have gotten contributions for uh, this year. I have three in my, I, I know we have to narrow this down to maybe one, but if you want to expand it out of who has been the, Pleasant surprise for you this year, or kind of the most fun to watch. Like for me, and I and I do it every night. It's the hashtag free Guillermo. Guillermo Heredia to me is just it's been my favorite player to watch. Because one, we've all kind of doubted whether or not Guillermo Heredia can be an everyday player. And Guillermo Heredia has been offered the opportunity to play every day, and he's delivered. And I don't know, will he sustain it all year long? None of us know. I don't know. I hope he does, obviously. But he's been thrust into a decision into a challenge here that we need you because of an injury. He plays great in center field. I mean, it's better. It's a better defensive team now that he's in center field. And it's not to take anything away from D. Gordon because D. Gordon, as I thought, has been good, but he's not a natural center fielder like like uh, Guillermo Heredia is. So Heredia has been, for me, Heredia has been the number one kind of pleasant surprise for me. It's his ability on defense. His offense ability has been great. His numbers against righties is good. And this no knock at what they did earlier this year that they had to send him down only just to keep each row up is because they were facing a bunch of right-handers. He's actually hit better against right-handers than uh, than left-handers. His exuberance on the field is why I love Guillermo Heredia. Felty, who do you love? Well, I was just really quickly on Heredia. You're talking about how righties better than lefties? It's not even close. 333 what? against righties, 270 it, versus lefties. Yeah, Not even close. That's why that whole notion earlier this year 
that, oh, well, we're going to face all these righties. He's got to go down. It's like, well, that's not true. Right. I mean, just tell us what it's the, the real reason. So, Hootie, do you have anybody? My second guy is going to be the Frenchman, Wade LeBlanc. I, I, <laughs> I just Wade LeBlanc has been unbelievable this season for the Mariners, and it's he is just doing. He's like uh, oh, uh, Harris in Major League, just just he's doing it with <laughs> super glue and and Bardall and snot. I mean, that's he's got a two six five ERA right now. It's unreal. Thirty four innings. The 10 earned runs, 33 hits. I mean, Wade LeBlanc has been a lifesaver for these guys. I mean, I would kind of just go over, there's a lot of names, but I would gloss over guys who you'd expect to maybe yeah, yeah. have that sophomore sure. slump, like a Gene Segura. Maybe he you know, goes and has a little bit less of a season than he had last year. No, it's even better. Yeah. Hanniger, even better. Yeah. These guys, Paxton, even better. All these guys, nobody's had a slump. Nobody's had a minus year compared to last year. It's all been just increasingly good from what, from what we've seen last year, and that needs to continue. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, Brad, Brad, what's for lunch? You start us off. I'm over at uh, in uh, Gas's neck of the woods in Coopville. I'm at Toby's having fish and uh, chips. Well, first of all, Brad, I love you. you. You call in daily. We love having you on. But if you're at Thanks, if man. you're at Toby's, Brad, you can't be getting the fit. Now I'm sure the fish and chips are great at Toby's. I've never had the fish and chips there. But they you, make homemade batter, man, homemade uh, batter and and homemade to, uh, crust or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But can you at least get the 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 bucket of the mussels there from Toby's? The that's mussels. What my are, girlfriend. That's uh, what my girlfriend's eating. Actually, oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> well, steal steal half of her meal there, Brad, and enjoy uh, the mussels and the fish and chips. All right. Do you have a guy right now? A pleasant surprise for you to for the Mariner season so far? Well, he stole my thunder with LeBlanc. Oh, I I, I, I kind of like what he's been doing, but I actually this, this is kind of going to be a shocker to okay. you. I thought he was going to struggle this year after being successful last year. I think Diaz is actually yeah, it's good. My surprise. No, it's a, it's a I, solid choice. I I thought yeah because there is he was an unproven commodity really. I mean honestly you didn't know I appreciate yeah sorry Brad you were you're kind of cutting out I'll let you go. I mean what Edwin Diaz has been able to do this year we had Gary Hill on earlier uh, Mariners broadcaster now if you're not following Gary Hill uh, Gary Hill Jr. go follow him right now because the thing I love about Gary one he's a coog and he's of course he's a class a classmate of mine over at Washington State he had this note yesterday. Uh, hold on. I want to get the other one. I want to get the other one that he had. No, this is the one I'm looking at. Thanks, buddy. There we go. Uh, in terms of Edwin Diaz and his one, his ten saves in one run games, it's the most in Major League Baseball. He's had eleven opportunities this year to enter a game with a one run, one one run lead, I and mean, he's blown one game. He's only given up one run in that time. Think about that for a second. Ten saves. <laughs> In one-run games, most in Major League Baseball, he's been handed a one-run lead 11 times, and he's done this. These are his numbers this season when handed a one-run lead 11 times. He's got 11 innings, two hits, one-run, two walks, 24 strikeouts. I'll mention that again. 11 times this year he's been given a one-run lead. He's converted 10 of 11 of those saves, this according to Gary Hill on Twitter, so it's official. 11 innings, two hits, one earned run, two walks, and 24 strikeouts. I mean, Edwin Diaz has been flipping unbelievable this he's, year. He's another one of those guys, like I was mentioning. Uh, you he, expect maybe a little uh, bit of drip in produ- drop in production, and he did. but it's not. It's been, increasing. He's been unbelievable. All right, he's out in the sports pit right now. He's rolling it up, and he's ready to smoke it with us next. Smoking sports with Terry Blunt. Hits at you next. 
It's Sports Radio KJR's EQC No Thursday. Win a hundred bucks now. We're taking the twelfth caller at 206-286-9595. That's the kind of fun and games we have around here. Powered by the Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Northwest. Tonight for Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals, Rockets-Warriors tip off at 6 on your home for the NBA Finals. Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. Alright, welcome back to the radio program. It's an EQC Note Thursday. We have a winner, I believe. we got a winner on hold right now. It's also a Thirsty Thursday brought to you by Zeke's. We're going to give you a chance to win 40 bucks. In our final segment, we had Mike Leak, Mariners pitcher, on earlier today. We asked him a specific question about something. And he told us a story. We're going to ask you, if you were listening, we want to reward the people that were listening. We'll ask you something at 1240 in our final segment, uh, if you can remember. But Tony's in SeaTac. Tony, congratulations. You won the $100 to the Emerald Queen Casino. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. How are you? Tony, what are you going to spend that $100 on in SeaTac? Huh? What, you got you got something in, on, on your mind you're going to spend that money on? You know, I think it's time to take the wife on a nice date. There you go, Tony. Tony, you know what you're doing. You know what they say. You're doing it right, my friend. You're doing it right. You're gonna spend that hundred dollars on your wife. I like it. Okay, good job. I try. All right, Tony. We thank you so much for listening. As you know, we we ask everyone here because everyone knows what's the phrase that pays. Sports Radio KJR nine fifty. There he is, Tony and SeaTac. See, I've always said this for years, Jackson. SeaTac gets us. They always have. They've always. They've always. They've always get us. Uh, Terry Blunt is with us. Uh, we call it smoking sports with Terry Blunt. We do this every Thursday with Terry. Uh, a little extra special today because Terry, we're cutting him off from his prep because he's actually in for the mayor. <laughs> because as the mayor, as everyone knows, Ian doesn't like to work on EQC Note Thursdays. <laughs> He's put it into his contract. He's a busy man. I mean, Terry's put it into his contract. I don't want to give money away, and so I'm out. Uh, but you're filling in for Ian today for for a couple of hours. Yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up. Yeah, uh, you got a professional producer in Shockey. How about that? Yeah, you got the, the boss on the other one. No, I know. So that. there we go. Is it kind yeah. of intimidating a little bit? And it is for me now that he's kind of like I remember Kevin when he was an intern. Uh, right. Yeah, and now yeah. he's worked. No. His, he's worked as well all the way up. Now he. Oh, he's the man. Technically. Yeah. yeah, in a way, he's not my boss because Purple Sheet's my boss, but he is right underneath <laughs> Purple Sheet. Yeah, he's certainly above me, and now I feel like I can't joke around with him anymore. Absolutely I not. can't pick on can't him anymore. Drinking with him, can't go drinking stuff. with yeah. him anymore. No. Can't draw on him when he passes out anymore. No, you he, have to be PC with uh, him all the time. But I feel like a little intimidating, like when you're doing <laughs> the show with him. Like, is he oh, judging yeah. you? Oh yeah, I mean, you just down get notes. a grade at the end of the show. You know, yeah. <laughs> We should. <laughs> we we all should get grades. Actually, I like that idea. Right. I'm writing this down. Yeah. We give grades. You give stay. grades to the show at the end. Because yeah. I, I would love the feedback. Because I think the folks on the Heritage Distilling Text Line would always be kind to it. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem there. <laughs> you and I were just joking because we saw this on Twitter. And Tampa Bay's doing this for the second time. They're going to start the game today uh, with three relievers. Uh, and they did this... <laughs> They did this a little while back, and so they're going to start with Romo, Stanek, and who's the other guy? Uh, Which is the third time Romo started. The third time Romo started. So he's gonna, <laughs> yeah. they're going to go with three relievers to start all – oh, I read it wrong. The Rays are going with relievers to start all three games versus the Orioles. I see what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. So it's a little different what Tampa Bay's doing. So they're they're doing this where they're bringing relievers on, pitching an inning or two, and then moving on to someone else in the bullpen. Uh, we have kind of have seen this, and people hint at this. And I think the Rockies did it a couple years ago or three, four years ago. 
Yeah. Uh, do we think this is changing? Well, I, I don't baseball. know that it's going to go completely where you start your reliever in the first inning, but I do think we're headed toward, you know, a system in baseball where the days of starters going six and seven innings are all but over. Yeah. It's just not going to happen anymore. And I think you're going to see a lot of games that'll be three, 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 or a guy, you have a guy that can really throw gas for two innings, come in and start the game because they feel like most of the runs are scored early in the game in the first inning. And, uh, and then if you change pitchers three times in five innings, then it doesn't give the lineup a chance yeah. to know what he's doing. So, you know, I, it's, I, you I don't can't take advantage of him in the third time through, which everyone says, oh, third time through. You, right. Now I finally know what he's throwing. Now I can take advantage of it. And I just think we're headed to a system where uh, pitchers only pitch a few innings, whether you call him a starter or not. And it's it's where it's what it's going to be. I mean, we basically saw that in the playoffs last year. You see it all the time. Uh, the Astros basically, as soon as a guy got in trouble, he was gone. I mean, they were bringing in somebody else. It didn't matter. So, and that's what you're. And, it, and a lot of times, it was the starter who they thought was going to start two games down the road, but they right. just couldn't. They were not going to take the chance, and it worked for them. Yeah. So now you're going to see more and more of that in the regular season. The problem is, you know, if you do that too much, you you lose guys defined roles a little bit i think you know you, yeah you, a, a closer has a mentality of a closer he knows what his job is a starter has a mentality of a starter he has a completely different routine through the week to get ready so now you have to teach guys to completely change their routine and the way they prepare and it's you know it's it's going to change baseball no doubt there's there's going to be more and more of this i don't think we're going to see a lot of teams doing what the what the rays are doing but you're going to see a lot of teams where the starter just goes through the batters one time and then maybe they make it yeah I like it. I always like different. You know, I love yeah. I love people that think outside the box. Well, especially and, in baseball because baseball yeah. is such a traditional sport. You know, we we don't change things that much. And now we've seen so many changes the last few years from the way they field hitters now to right. all the shifting. The the one thing I don't like about it is in some cases we've gotten away from the fundamentals. Like no one can bunt any, bunt anymore. <laughs> And uh, you know, you, it is amazing to me yeah. when when someone is lined up on you know wh- whatever it is uh, completely on the right side of the, of the field, yeah. and it got, there's a big left hole there, and the guy the hitter just can't do it. Yeah, or doesn't just doesn't want to try. Either doesn't want to try or can't do it. And I and I don't know. I don't know which which side you fall on. I don't know if they can't do it. I always think it's a combination. I of think both. it's a fear of failure. I think it's an e- that, and I think it's an ego thing. Yeah. Well, that's oh, I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a four hole hitter. I'm a five hole hitter. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna bunt for a base hit. I'm right, hit it past them. Do it, and then and we, I'm gonna prove to them I'm gonna hit past them. Like <laughs> yeah, and it, it's a free base. It, you think we'd get to that at some point? Uh, maybe later in the season where you just really need base runners. But right now, very few of them actually do it, and they almost always the shift works most of the time. That's why yeah. they do it. Yeah, Terry Blunt uh, in studio joining us. He joins us every single time uh, Thursday right here. Uh, he's also filling in with Ian or for Ian today, but he'll be back on the. You'll be back on Saturday doing be the show. Back on Saturday, we actually got an extra half hour on Saturday. We'll oh, be wow, eleven to one thirty. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about, of course, it's the day before the Indy Five Hundred. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have on uh, a guy who's covered uh, racing for a long, long time from the Milwaukee paper named Dame Coleman, and he really knows the sport. We'll talk a little bit about uh, what to expect in this Indy Five Hundred. And whatever else is going on, of course, we're going to continue to talk about these red hot Mariners that are beyond belief. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's, it's 10 it's, games over 500. I, I wrote, I put stupid. on Twitter last night that I think they could call up Peter Griffin from Family Guy and play him in center field. <laughs> I saw that. And they'd it'd still win. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. So there's something about this team. It's just, you know, I know we overuse the term chemistry, but if any team has it, this team has it. Yeah. There's, there's just something about they don't believe 
They believe, they go every single night believing they're going to win the game. And that makes a difference. It really makes a difference, and they're special. I overuse this all the time when we talked about it in the first hour that I just – and we all lose sight of this. And I, I'm, I'll count myself as, as well, but I always try to remind myself of like every single day. I'll write down my notes. It's fun. But what we do here is fun. And that's not serious. We're not yeah. solving anything. That's why we got in this, this business. This is why people come and listen to us because they want to be entertained. They want to laugh. They want to have fun because talking about sports is fun. And – um you know, like last night was fun for me now, and I because there was three things that were going on great, and the hockey game ended up blowing. But it was okay, fine. But I'm ha- it was fun because even though I'm not a I'm not some hardcore hockey fan, I can appreciate the greats when they finally break through and get an opportunity. Right. And that's Ovechkin. Ovechkin's never been to the finals. Now he's in the finals. So I'm pulling for Ovechkin. Most he is, people are. He's one of the greatest players to ever play the game, and he's never been on this stage, so I can't wait to see that. It's fun to watch what the Mariners are doing last night. It's a new hero every night. This Andreoli guy gets called up and ends up making the biggest play of the game with the eighth inning catch to prevent a double. How great is that? Which could have ended up tying the ball game. His never, dad was there. Uh, his his dad, dad flew across country yeah. to watch the game. His dad's Sister, a NFL best player. friend. I mean, it's just those are the stories you love. Yeah. That's why we watch the game and in then the nhl i mean either way it's a great story sure right. you know absolutely so. and then i'm watching you know then I'm, I'm flipping back and forth and i'm seeing the celtics and i'm and i'm just shaking my head i, I go <laughs> they're about to knock off they're on the verge of knocking off who i think is the second greatest player to ever play the sport yeah and and again people i think devalue his his supporting cast too much because i think they've got good players these guys i mean it's it's a rookie <laughs> Jalen Brown, uh, a Terry Rozier, who's an afterthought, uh, Aaron Baines in the man bun, the bun and, guy. and Mark and Mark Morris. <laughs> right, these are the guys that are out there running around and running circles around the Cavs. It's incredible. without Kyrie Irving, without Gordon Hayward. I'm just like, man, what? It's just it's, it's fun, fun to, watch. to watch this kind of it stuff. It really is happen. fun to watch. I I love it. I'm I'm the guy who usually roots for the underdog. I know people want to see LeBron in the final again against the Warriors, right. and I get that. But I just love seeing what the Celtics are doing. It's well, it is it's weird because I, I do I do enjoy watching the Celtics play right now. But there is now now for me now what I really want to happen is so he delivers tomorrow in Cleveland Game Six, and then Game Seven in the Boston Garden, which is one of the most you know game winner at the game winner <laughs> walks off going back to the finals for yeah. the fifteen hundredth straight year <laughs> yeah. in a row. You know, that's what I want to see. Him. That's cool. I get that. But you know what? He's he's still he's won a lot of championships, and he's going to win more when he gets to the Lakers, of course, as we all know. <laughs> so uh, so you know, I'm 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 good if he doesn't do that. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting to see what happens once his his season is over, where he goes. And then we got Game Five tonight. Uh, your Rockets and the Warriors <laughs> right. tonight at six o'clock, right here on nine fifty KJR. Now, are you gonna t- can you take the Rockets? You know. Can you take the Hakeem Olajuwon, Ralph Sampson jersey off for a second? What, what, how do they win tonight, Terry? <laughs> you know, that's a, that's, I think they can win tonight. I don't know that they can win at all, but I do think they can win tonight. And, uh, I'm, we're going to have on, by the way, Houston Chronicle columnist Jerome Solomon, who's covered the team all are. year. It's because it's he's all gonna, Houston Rockets radio today. Well, you know what? The, the last time I had somebody on from Houston, they said that he said they weren't going to win. <laughs> So we'll he's like see Barkley. Thought they're going to win in uh, the Warriors. Going to win in three. Right. The coolest thing I've seen in the whole thing is Akeem Olajuwon and Elvin Hayes yeah, sitting great. side by side. It's awesome. That's awesome. God, Akeem looks great. Looks <laughs> like he could still play. Oh, I'm bet he could. I mean, he's yeah. look, it looks unbelievable. I, I thought that game. I'll, I'll say this in terms of, you know, I, I like to watch. The other thing I love about sports is watching guys. And we brought this up earlier with Elway, and it's kind of with it tied in with Ovechkin, when they finally break through. Now Ovechkin's got to win it to really break through. 
But I, you couldn't find someone that disliked John Elway more growing up in this town than <laughs> yeah, me. Because that was the same division in those you know, days. Same division. Yeah. We, I hated the Broncos. I married a woman who loves the Broncos, which is <laughs> going to be the end of our marriage eventually. And but he, he would, he'd kill us every yeah. Sunday. We'd play. He'd come in here. He'd come in here, and he'd rip your hearts out. You think you'd beat him, and he'd lead some of these stupid comebacks. And yeah. one of the three amigos and Natil and Vance John and you know, Vance Johnson and or not Vance Johnson. Yeah, wasn't it Vance Johnson? Yeah, and um, and Ricky Natil. One of those guys would make a touchdown reception. Sammy <laughs> Winder and now oh, whatever. I covered that amazing comeback oh, in Cleveland in the playoffs. God. Unbelievable. Drive me nuts. Yeah, and I was thinking about. Um, you know, and I was thinking about uh, you know Ovechkin and kind of the tie-in of the greats when they, when it comes back to the Rockets with Paul and Harden, right? And Harden's been there before with Oklahoma City. Paul's never been in this situation before. And when Harden was there with Oklahoma City, he wasn't the guy, though. I mean, he was no. certainly a key part. I think it's fun to watch going back to Game Four with these guys to watch those two guys who people have criticized their careers. They can't deliver on the big stage. That was one of the best games I've ever seen because twice they were down by 12. Yeah. Early in the game, late in the game, and they were able to come back and get past the best team in basketball. And those two were the two, two guys keying the whole thing. Unbelievable. Game. I pretty much wrote them off after game three. When they right. got blown out, I thought, oh, this is over. But you know, it's great for Chris Paul. And everything I've been told is Chris Paul is just a super guy. People are rooting for him because he's just a nice guy. So it'll be fun to see what happens tonight. Uh, how do you. <laughs> How do you go back to the Mariners for a second? How are they doing this? <laughs> do you know? Is there a voodoo uh, it, lady do, there? Does anyone know how they're doing this? <laughs> I mean, it's like MacGyver. It's 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 you know. It's, well, that's it's why bubble I say gum wraps and, and duct tape. Yeah, that's why I say they're this group has a togetherness about them and a belief in them, and you you see it when you walk into their locker room and stuff. You know, I remember in 2013 when I started covering the Seahawks and would kind of, you know, that was before everybody, I mean, they had a good year in 2012, but I walked in there and I started to know some of these guys and I started to know their character guys like Russell Wilson mm -hmm. and Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and, you know, all these kind of guys. And I thought, this is a special group. These guys, these are a very special group right. of guys. And I kind of get that same feeling with the Mariners. This is a group of guys that really believes in each other and it goes beyond just pure talent. You know, to really get all the way, it's not just talent. You have to have something else, and they seem to have it. Now, whether they'll still be there in August, I'm not sure. But right now, they seem to be a team to me that has that it factor that you just can't really put a finger on. Yeah. But they believe in each other, and they have this camaraderie between themselves when you see them together that, look, we're in this, we're going to make this happen. And they kind of have the old Seahawks chip on their shoulder thing, like no one believes we can do this. And with everything that happens against us, that's more people who don't believe we can do it, and we're going to show right. them that we can. So, you know, it's, it's, and it's, you know, there was this tweet yesterday, and I think it was, I think it was David Schoenfeld, who works for ESPN, had this yeah. note. And I'm just trying to, I want to find it here in just a second, because he was trying to put what, what he was doing was putting in perspective, and I found it, of what the Mariners are doing right now. Here's he he writes this yesterday. Here's what here's what's amazing right now about what the Mariners are doing. The Astros have allowed the second fewest runs through the through 50 games ever in the history of Major League Baseball. Incredible. So anyway, so again, I'll repeat it. They have allowed the second fewest runs through 50 games in Major League Baseball history. Okay. Uh, me, well, here's the point. Here's the kicker. His point was. 
The Mariners are two games back of that team. Yeah. In the American exactly. League West. And, I, and when, he, when, he, when I read that last time, I'm like, you know, you put that in perspective <laughs> for a second. You're like, yeah. the Astros are on this historic run right now. This little baseball club with Marco and, and the kiddos. Right on their heels. Or right on their heels. It's amazing. I mean, what the, what the Astros starting pitchers have done is phenomenal. People forget this. And that is, in this era, what makes it so incredible is, you know, it was back in 1968 where they changed the mound, where right. they lowered the yep. mound. It's so much tougher now. That was right after Gibson's year where he had an mm-hmm. ERA of one or whatever it was, and they lowered the mound six inches, and no one has come close to that since until now. Wow. And here the Mariners are in the hunt with that. Yeah. It's and, amazing. And again, it's what what you know can they sustain it well I, you know i i don't you know i don't know and that's i'm really not concerned about whether or not they can sustain it what i think is fun right now go back to that word is that they're just in this position and they've built i remember before the season it was all about building yourself up a little bit of a cushion to be able to su- su- sustain a losing points. streak yeah. or a low point and now they've got a 10 game cushion they got felix today they should be 11. They're come back from a 10-game homestand. The The schedule gets crazy hard in June, and they've built themselves well, The key a, a to nice me cushion. is what they're going to be able to do when they play the Astros and the Angels. That's, yeah. that's the big key. Now, the Astros have been a huge thorn in their side. Sure. If they can just play 500 against those teams, they have a really good chance to be in the hunt at the end. Uh, okay, we'll let you, we'll let you go here. Uh, we, we are daily poll question, Terry. Uh, today is Bartolo Colon's 45th birthday. <laughs> Who is the best uh, husky, rotund, fat, pleasantly plump athlete of all time? We've given you four options. John Daly, The Fridge, Bartolo, or Oliver Miller. Right. Who would Terry Blunt vote for? Oh, and I know boy. I've left some great names off. There. You know, I there's know. so many. from right. One that I was listening to this earlier, one that I remember that most people that aren't as old as me probably won't remember is a Tiger pitcher, Mickey Lolich. Oh, who was huge, huge, <laughs> but really good. Okay, yeah. I'll so, look him up. but there's been some of those. But yeah, you know, I, a lot of votes for David. A lot of write-ins for David Wells. Yeah, David Wells yeah, was David a was... rotund kind of guy. See, Oliver Miller right now. John Daly leading. Well, him. Oliver Miller, I can remember Oliver Miller. See, when he was at Arkansas. He was. I know. Huge. See, thirty-nine percent say John Daly, twenty-nine percent say Bartolo, twenty-seven say Fridge, only five percent say Oliver Miller. But see, I don't think John Daly has been that good for that long. I mean, he was good oh. for a little while. But yeah, yeah I, major. Yeah, they did do two major. Right? I I guess I'd still go with uh, Bartolo Colon oh, because he's... because the truth is he's sixty five years old. That's the best part about it. <laughs> uh, great stuff. Uh, you want to plug what's coming up at one? Yeah, we've got uh, we're going to have Justin Coleman on okay. uh, awesome. for the Seahawks from OTAs. They're they're defensive back, and uh, we're also going to, as we said, Jerome Solomon of the Houston Chronicle, and then we'll have Curtis Crabtree on to talk about what he noticed today, what stood out for him the first time the media got to see OTAs. Awesome stuff, Terry Blunt coming up top of the hour he's filling in for ian also coming up on friday 11 to 130 right here on 950 kjr coming up next we're going to give you a chance to win 40 dollars uh from zeke's pizza we asked mike leak something earlier today if you remember that interview you were listening to that interview uh you'll know the answer and your chance to win a 40 dollar gift card from zeke's pizza In tonight for Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals, Rockets-Warriors tip off at 6 on your home for the NBA Finals. Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. Normally we'd have the lanky Canadian here in this segment, but uh, he's decided to take Thursday off. 
believe he'll be back tomorrow sitting in this chair. Uh, we just had Terry uh, Blunt on. Uh, Terry, smoking sports with Terry Blunt. Uh, he'll join, uh, actually, he will uh, join the show at 1 o'clock. He's filling in for Ian, 1 to 3. Terry Blunt, Blunt Sports Talk with Terry Blunt. Paid a nice compliment on the text line. Just now. People love themselves. Terry Blunt. Big fan of Terry. As the texter said, love having a guy on with a southern accent. I agree. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I could have a southern accent, if I could, I told Terry this. Anybody in the station, anybody in the city I could sound like would be Terry Blunt. Anybody in the city? Yeah, I love it. Just the way he sounds, the rhythm, the rhythm, the cadence, the way it rolls. It's every word. It just sounds more important when he's telling a story. Just, I don't know. It just gets me. Sitting on the porch. Maybe it's the soccer in me, but the I'll sweet to all the soccer. I'll, in I'll, I'll take I'll take like Danny Jackson, no, my, one of I my co-hosts on the Sounder broadcast. No, no, no I can't. Yeah, I can't understand those guys. <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> you gotta listen to soccer more. Yeah, you can listen. All right, I'll listen. There. When's the next game? Uh, it's Saturday at two p.m. against uh, Real Salt Lake. Gases. Do we? Ha- so I can say we Real have Salt a pregame Lake. show for this. We do. One thirty. Actually, actually, Terry Blunt's going to be leading right into the start of the broadcast. So Saturday at one thirty is when pregame kicks off. Do uh, Do you know anyone that hosts the pregame show? Uh you know, I don't know him personally. I, I've only heard his alter ego. His yeah. n- is, is Mr. Limited. Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's limited be, to Mr. just talking. Limited. Yeah. He's Mr. Mr. Limited is just talking. You know, limited to talking about soccer. So. All right, so you got the uh, pregame starting at one yeah. thirty to two, and then we got uh, kickoff. Do we call it a kickoff? Yes, it's kickoff. Okay, yeah, it's I, a kickoff. I don't know. Yeah. So from two from two o'clock, uh, Sounders and Re- Real Salt Lake coming up on <laughs> Saturday. Uh, Jackson will have you covered for that. Uh, congratulations to all our winners today on the EQC note. Uh, Daniel in Tacoma who nailed his uh, phrase that pays. That was great. Uh, he wins $100 from uh, the Emerald Queen Casino. Debbie in Maple Valley, Debbie's a big deal, and she told us that uh, that Ian's a big deal, that she sees him at the Fred Meyer shopping uh, with his hat and sunglasses on. She takes pictures of him. He uh, always asks uh, at the deli <laughs> counter, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be disturbed, please. Uh, so Debbie won $100 from the Emerald Queen Casino. She immediately said, I'm taking that $100, and I'm going right to the Emerald Queen Casino to gamble. Now, that's awesome. And that's really what that's actually what we're hoping to do. Yeah. Daniel says he's taking his hundred dollars, buy some steaks for Memorial Day weekend barbecue, solid choice. Uh, and then Tony, I didn't ask Tony. Did I ask Tony? Oh yeah, I did. Tony, who won in our twelve o'clock hour, is taking his hundred dollars, Jackson, and he's gonna take the old lady out. That's old lady out, yeah. night on the town in SeaTac, drinks, cocktail, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. Hundred bucks. So uh, they all want a hundred dollars. EQC note Thursday. We'll do it next week. Your chance to win a hundred dollars. Your friends at the Emerald Queen Casino. Now it's also a thirsty Thursday. Uh, brought to you by Zeke's Pizza. We had a wonderful pizza in here. The Grand Salami was in here today. We devoured the Grand Salami between you, me, and Neil and Scott from KZOK. Gone in a second. Oh. We devoured. It's all gone. Yeah, it's all gone. Oh. Uh, salami, roasted red pepper, provolone, pepperoni. It's wonderful. God, it's good. I wanted more of it. I had three pieces. I wanted another one. We also, we washed that down with a Fremont Summer Ale. 5.2 ABV. Of course, Fremont Brewery makes this a lovely beer. It's in the orange can. You can't miss it at your grocery store. Uh, The flavor notes, citrus peel, dank and juicy. The single best description of any beer I've ever seen. (laughs) Citrus peel, dank and juicy. 
Uh, Zeke's Pizza, they deliver now. They deliver beer now along with their pizza. Download their app and get uh, beer along with your pizza delivered to you. If you're on the east side and you're wondering, hey, we're over here in Bellevue and Kirkland. Can you start delivering the beer with the pizza too? Well, they, they are now. They started last week. You can get uh, your beer delivered if you're over in Kirkland and in Bellevue. Along with your pizza order, uh, you can get beer. You don't even actually need to order pizza. It's a $15 minimum. That's it with Zeke's Pizza. So if you just want beer, you know what? I'd like a, I'd like one beer, and I really don't want to get up off my, my tushy, and I want you to deliver me beer. I'll pay the $15 minimum for you to deliver me a beer. Uh, they'll do that for you. You can mix and match any six-pack. Uh, Zeke's Pizza, uh, download their app right now. All right, so we're going to give away $40. Dan over at Zeke's Pizza was so kind. We asked, I asked him earlier this morning, hey, you know, for our listeners, we're doing this Thirsty Thursday for you. We're advertising, you're, 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 you're delivering beer. Can we allow our listeners to maybe get on a little bit of the fun? He said, yeah, whatever you need. And so he said, uh, how about a $40 gift card to Zeke's Pizza? I said, dynamite. Let's do it. So we had Mike Leak on the uh, radio program today. Mike Leak, uh, who, who kind of likes the nickname Sparky, but not in love with him. Uh, fabulous pitcher for the Mariners. Had a little, little of a rough season, but hopefully he's turning it around. A good last start. Out of Arizona State. Now, he grew up being a Mariners fan. He was born in San Diego and lived in California. So the question, and he, and he said, listen, I grew up being a Mariners fan because I liked the moose. I fell in love with the Mariner moose. That's why I started to become a Mariners fan, which, of course, you all know. The five of you that listen to this show, you know the running joke with the moose and me. We want to kill the moose. We, we think the moose is... The reason for the the curse on this baseball team, and we have tried every single idea to come up with to get rid of this curse on this baseball team, and finally we had enough last year. It was time to kill the moose and bring in Salty Gus, and of course Salty Gus is uh, our old fisherman with the yellow coat, looks like the the guy on the Vandy Camp fish sticks, who's smoking and uh, is is always constantly buzzed throughout the game. We want him to take over. So I asked. Mike Leake, when we had him on, would he kill the moose if it could guarantee a trip to the postseason for the Seattle Mariners? What was his answer? Yes or no? Ninth caller right now, 286-9595, Ninth caller right now that knows the answer, whether or not Mike Leake would kill the Mariner moose, your, you will get $40 to Zeke's Pizza. Go on. We got 30 seconds. You can, why don't you answer the ninth call and ask him if they got it right. I'd like to give this away, Jackson, if we can before we get on out of here. Mike Leak was emphatic with his answer. Said no doubt about it. He gave a hardline answer to this. Would he kill the moose who he grew up loving and grew up loving the Mariners? Would he take the moose out in order to secure the Mariners a postseason experience? Well, you know, a postseason, they haven't been due since 2001. Do we have a winner? Two. Dave is in Queen Anne. Dave, we asked Mike Leake, would he kill the moose to guarantee a spot in the postseason? What was his answer? Well, even though I would kill the moose, he said, no, he can't put that kind of pressure on the moose. He's got to put it on himself. Well, let's find out. Let's hear from Mike Leake himself. No. Oh. I think there's other ways to set the moose. 
There it is. He said no, Dave. Congratulations. Appreciate you listening up in Queen Anne. We thank you so much. Use that $40 at that Queen Anne location, my friend. You know I will. All right, Dave. Appreciate it very much. He gets $40 to Zeke's Pizza. We appreciate uh, him checking in. Uh, thanks, Dave. Also, to Gary Hill Jr. joining us today, Mike Leak and uh, Cliff Averill, also on the radio program, Terry Blunt. Terry Blunt's coming up next, filling in uh, for Ian. We came up with a great idea during that Terry Blunt segment, uh, giving out grades for the show. If you'd like to give out a grade for our show today, we'd love to hear from you. Feedback is welcome. 49451, what was our grade today? No shirt, no shoes, no dives. Anybody like to smoke some punk? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you, but you were born to rub me first. What do you need my desk for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>